Are we? Are we? Yes. <laughs> we are live. We are live. So, Baha, everybody, welcome back to the channel. And um, welcome back to another episode of the Android Bay. It is the 19th of February, two days away from 22 uh, which it, the day actually will mean more than what most Samsung fans will actually know that it probably means. Obviously, it's a, it's a very interesting day of the year. A lot of twos in that number. It's on a Tuesday, which happens also to be very unique, as in the first day of the 2-2-22 was also on a Tuesday. Um, but with that being said, I do want to say welcome back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Android Bay, episode 109. We are getting closer to the 110. Um, and um, a little bit of information also about what's going on in the next couple of weeks. It's... It's been a crazy month. February for me has typically not been this busy in the past. Um, October, September have been mostly the, the crazy times of the year. But this year, because, uh, it, well, first and foremost, I will, I will say this, that I will be attending MWC 2022 this year. Um, and of course, the, the, basic, the, the best thing I will probably say is uh, for that reason, and of course, everything going on within the next couple of weeks, it's going to be just crazy here on the channel. And specifically for me, um, the overall experience and everything that I'm trying to shoot for at this point is to try to cover as much as I as much as I can at MWC, as much as I can provide and share. Um, CES gave me a lot of information, gave me a lot of input into how I can uh, cover tech in a very fast and a very informative manner, but not necessarily trying to do you know my normal you know deep dive of content that I typically do on devices. Uh, one of the biggest things that I'm definitely very much um, concerned about this is obviously I'm a one man person. I mean, sorry, one man show kind of the thing. Um, typically in the past when I've traveled and when I have covered MWC, I was covering it for myself a little bit and then mostly for XDA. It was XDA that sent me there last time. This time I'm not actually going there for XDA. I'm going there for myself on both TK and uh, the English channel on the TK Bay and on the Arabic channel on the Tariq Bay. So the experience is going to be very different and of course much more... I, I, I don't want to make it sound like the last time wasn't good, uh, but much more intense. I'll say that. Um, companies like Huawei, uh, Realme, uh, and and of course we have also you know Oppo and everybody. They're starting to announce their devices. They're they're pegging their announcements around the event. And this morning I, I saw a tweet and talking about the fact that Samsung's going to have an event there. I mean, are they having an unpacked at at MWC 2022 when they just announced um, the S20 series, well the S22 series, like not even maybe two three weeks ago. Um, what is going to be coming up there? And then we'll talk a little bit about that teaser that I saw in there. Um, I see with us here, I have uh, Ron Guido's in the chat. Jimmy Fire Dragon, welcome back. Finn, always, always welcome to have you here. Sammy, welcome back. Greg as well. Um, everybody kicking it with us here on the Saturday morning. Uh, and just kind of, you know, having fun and trying to have, uh, you know, some informative uh, chat, I would say. Uh, Golan Lavi is in the, as well as in the chat. Good morning. Uh, Sabaho, everybody. Again, welcome back to the channel. Uh, and I think Sammy Presley, I think. Oh, yeah. And then El Jose is in there as well. Um, the, 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 the amount of not, not just announcement, but devices being announced in, in every spectrum. This is the big part. Um, the reason why I'm a little bit surprised, and this is kind of a, a thing, um, during the week today, if, this week, actually, if you got a chance to, um, Realme re announced two devices. There's the Realme 9 Pro here, and then there's the Realme 9 Pro Plus. Both of these devices are really nice mid-range processors, uh, devices, and of course, very interesting experiences bringing in the IMX 766, uh, you know, um, image sensor onto a mid-ranger is something new and specifically typical what Realme would do. So this is where I'm kind of a little bit surprised that Realme is also coming back up again and they're going to have something going on at MWC, which is also looking forward to hearing about that. 
Um, Oppo is going to be coming up a little bit before MWC. This is where I'm kind of talking about the whole uh, couple of weeks before or the next couple of weeks. Um, and then, of course, we have, uh, as I was looking through the actual uh, itinerary, obviously, I knew Honor was going to have an event there. They covered it and think it's going to be the Magic. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Magic 4 that they're going to be announcing there. They they actually kind of announced it already. But the, unpa the uh, launch event is going to happen there. So hopefully, I'll be there as well. But I also noticed that throughout the MWC schedule, Huawei was all over the place. There's like a lot of different events going on for Huawei. So Huawei is doing something as well there. So literally almost every single company and Samsung coming back to having something at MWC. The weird part about it is the last time they did that, I was at that MWC, which was the S7 Plus, the return to the MWC announcement. And then after that, of course, they started separating their unpacked events because, again, they didn't want to be sharing the limelight with anybody else. So long story short, that's what's going on in the next couple of weeks. Um, Sammy's still using the V60, uh, well, the, the LG, uh, sorry, the V60, uh, LG V60 ThinQ. Sorry, I, I do apologize. The title I remember here in the US. Uh, I hope you're still working great for you. Um, uh, and Ron Guido, hey back. Hi back, Sammy. Exactly. Um, Greg's running on uh, Android 12L this week. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off this week with the which what ROM are you running on this week, uh, Greg? It is the Android 12L. Um, I am going to fire up my uh, Xperia 1 Mark III to make sure to see if we did receive Android 12 on this yet, because this is uh, I forgot to do this with Juan earlier this week. Uh, the biggest thing that's going on, at least for one thing, I'll say this. If you um, well, if you are a, a Samsung or an, a Samsung Galaxy, um, you've ordered a Samsung Galaxy, either the S22, whichever model, or the Tab S8, and you were part of the original wave, like the first couple of days waves, um, there is a good chance that your are your package has already been picked up and is on its way to you. And what I mean by this, I'll say this: it's, you probably saw some people online talking about it and so on. The easiest way, if you are if you're in the U.S., at least I don't know if this works the exact same way in other places or other parts of the world. In the U.S., Samsung likes to use FedEx, so this is how they typically deliver their hardware. I know at least for me, I got a case that I ordered after, like a couple of days after. Um, that it shipped and I know that that's coming in today. So I'm getting the case for the S22 Ultra and no S22 Ultra. But here's the silver lining. If you have a Samsung uh, order and you are able to obviously have the, um, you know that they use FedEx in your country, go to FedEx's website and search by reference number. Don't search for tracking. It's uh, When you go to tracking, there's a tracking and then the next tab is reference number. Let me show you what I mean. It's a very, very interesting uh, thing. So here, uh, FedEx tracking. And we're going to go to FedEx's website. So you do, uh, on, let me let me bring it up here, share screen. And we're going to share the second screen here. This is this is something that is very unique. So this is just for anybody that ordered it and is like interested to find out where is my package. So we're going to go for not track by email. Where is my normal track here? Uh, oh, here. So we'll just go to tracking. We'll just hit up tracking and we're going to say track. Uh, all tracking services. Let's go back here. Come on. It, it should be. Uh, why am I not? Okay. You know what? Let, let's do. Oh, here, here. Okay. We found it. It was right there. It was just sitting there and taking a second to load. So I'll give it a second to load. It's on the same page and you'll see it. So you'll notice when you first uh, order, when you're trying to track uh, some things in here, let me just go ahead and do this here. It will open it up. I want to make it bigger so you guys could see. There's a track by reference number. This is the very unique, interesting experience here. So here you're able to put in your order number. 
So take the order number from your order page, obviously off of your Samsung account. So it's usually a U and uh, I'm just going to put numbers in here. I don't think that's my number, my order number. And then you're going to basically say uh, there's no second reference number. And then you pick the country that you know that it's going to be shipping to. So for me, it's going to be the United States because that's typically where I, uh, where all of my stuff go, not that it's going anywhere else. Uh, designated postal code. And you're able to put that in there as well as ship date. Now ship date could be anything that you can pick today. And if you have an order and it was within the first couple of days and it says processing on the Samsung website, this will give you your tracking number. This will tell you that your package is probably already picked up and it's on its way. Uh, and it's something that you'll be able to get a couple of days in advance. So just to kind of give you a little bit of that excitement going on again. Um, if you've ever tried ordering from Samsung and you don't know why you never get the tracking number until it's already like shipped and something like that. This is a good way. Um, and it's very, very easy uh, to figure that out. So uh, Again, just my my little two cents there uh, of a little bit of a, I guess, if I don't know if it's a tip, tips and tricks or some kind of a, a heads up on that one. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Sam, Sammy's living Android 11. No, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to see Android 12. But at, at least I'll say this. If the device works great on Android 11 and you're not having any issues, I would rather you stay with 11 than to try to see how Android 12 ends up treating you on a V60. Because it, you may end up having some issues and you may have to do a reset. So this, there's always going to be that situational thing that you want to be aware of. But I'm glad that it works great for you. Um, Open something back in here. Uh, what do you think the OnePlus uh, changing their software to pretty much color OS? A lot of people don't like it. So I I'll say this. This is a it's it's an it's a very massive change. So let me go ahead and real quick. I'm going to do this here. I want to see uh, we're going to do this live. And if we do get it live, it's going to be. Oh, you know, it'd be nice if I had it connected to Wi-Fi. Anyways, um, OnePlus's approach. So th the reality is this. OK. OnePlus has been changing their software approach for a couple of years now, right? Uh, back when they first jumped on Android 12, on Android 11, they changed the, the experience. It went away from the standard launcher, the standard setup that we've had on OnePlus devices for many years. And we already had a, a big issue with concerns and shift and everything, but everybody kind of accepted that. And it was still a unique experience to OnePlus. As time goes on and with Oppo be, being or playing a bigger role with OnePlus than they used to be in the past, and now that they've actually merged some resources together, the fact of the matter is this is just the second iteration of what we already knew OnePlus was going to do. Every year, OnePlus changes a little bit by a little bit, and this is something that is known about them. The prices of their devices go a little bit higher, new features get added, uh, and it gets you know keeps getting better. More things get added with the exception of the headphone jack, but that's a different story. So what I'm trying to lead to in, in this roundabout way of saying is it depends on, on the users, really, right? If you are looking at this as the loss of OnePlus's true identity, the reality is no, that OnePlus is still going to be a company. They're not being, uh, you know, absorbed into Oppo and that's it. That's no more OnePlus. The difference here is what we have here is you have to also look at the tree of, of, of companies within BBK. You have BBK that covers Oppo, OnePlus, Realme, and Vivo. And of course, those are the, the, all of these companies kind of work together in some sort of way, right? They're all part of the same company at some point. Vivo, not so much. But when you look at Oppo, Realme, and OnePlus at this point now, they're very close. So if you're, if there's anything that we can appreciate here is that we're getting the benefit of all of the other all of these three companies and still getting the benefit of having a OnePlus experience. Hardware-wise, we're not getting any compromises. It still is a OnePlus experience. When it comes to the software, although yes, more ColorOS, more ColorOS is in there since it's based on ColorOS, 
um, you're definitely not losing any kind of features that OnePlus used to have. We still have the unique experiences there. Hasselblad is still in there. We still have the notification slider ticker on the top, uh, the ability of changing the, the toggles there. The OnePlus shortcuts, a lot of the things are still in there under the hood. It's a good base. ColorOS is very fast, and I've used both ColorOS and OnePlus and OxygenOS and other UI elements. Of all of the ones on the market, seriously, um, ColorOS is one of the better ones on the market. So I, I realize some people may feel betrayed because of that. At the end of the day, if that if that merger, if that collaboration be becomes a good product for us, becomes a better solution, a better camera experience on OnePlus devices, which is something that OnePlus has been working on for years to improve the camera experience. Last year with Hasselblad, we had a good experience improvement there. This year, we still have that Hasselblad collaboration. Obviously, every video that's been posted to this point has been on ColorOS version of, of the OnePlus uh, 10 Pro. And we just need to keep in mind that that's not what the OnePlus 10 Pro is going to look like. That's just a version of uh, a Chinese version of this phone because in China, they don't release OnePlus devices uh, with, with Oxygen OS. It's released with ColorOS ever since Hydrogen OS was uh, decommissioned. I think maybe about a year or maybe a couple of years ago. So long story short, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not concerned about it. I'm actually excited to see what the new collaboration will bring. From what we've seen, at least with some of the early videos that I've seen, the ColorOS version seems to be performing better. Uh, and that's something that I'm excited to see how that implementation and the customization of Oxygen OS brings in to that experience that we saw in ColorOS. So at the end of the day, again, it should not be an issue for any true fan of OnePlus devices because you are going to get a better product out of this com uh, combination. And you're still getting that unique OnePlus experience coming in with the hardware and even on the software. So hopefully that makes sense for you. Hey, I see our buddy Matt, Matt kicking it with us here, lurking in the chat, just kicking it with us, purpose, uh, purposely gaming. Uh, and we're going to try to see if we can get some games going on this weekend uh, between Matt, myself, and uh, Josh Quinones, of course. Um, here, Jim, finish jumping in with a quick question with us here. Um, I like the new YouTube uh, mobile layout. Uh, the live chat doesn't inter interfere with the live stream anymore. I love that as well. Yes, it sits on the right side. If you're using it on a mobile device, uh, on the bottom right, when you click the where you have the pause and play, you'll notice now that there's a button for chat and it pops on the right side. It makes it a little bit more um, digestible, I guess I would say, uh, and not as much of a an eyesore. So yeah, I'm definitely very happy with that. I saw it this morning. Um, I was, um, I'll say this. I was setting up something that I can't talk about that I will be able to talk to you about in the next certain time from now. Any more vague of this, I can't talk. But yes, I saw the new UI. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Finn. And uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this. I am extremely excited about the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm scared, and, I, and I'm not scared in a bad way. I'm scared because there's so much work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. And, and um. It's just gonna be crazy. It's and 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 and, and I'm I'm like, I don't know how to say it, but it's like that crazy, excited, scared, anxious, all those like balled up in one and just throwing inside of me. So that's what's going on with me right now. That's the level of excitement that's going on. But it is definitely very exciting. So yeah, to, to answer your question, I know you weren't even talking about that. The UI element looks great. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm 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 in a weird mood today. I'm absolutely in a weird mood. I am a. Okay, I'll say this. I am T minus seven days from me, uh, you know, starting my journey to MWC. And to that point, um, there is a lot to be done, a lot of coverage, a lot of things to, to, to talk about. And even when I do end up landing there, there's just so much that's going to be going on there. Last time I was there, it was crazy. I was there for like seven days last time. 
and I didn't finish everything I wanted. I still didn't finish everything I wanted. There's so much there. And, I, and even worse, I didn't even see Barcelona. That's the worst part of that conversation. I went to MWC. I was in Barcelona for seven days. And literally, the only places I saw was the actual launch of uh, the, uh, the FIRA, which basically the convention there, as well as the grocery store and my hotel uh, restaurant and lobby because everything else I couldn't do. By the time I was done, I was back at the room editing video. And when I was editing video, I was uploading video, editing and customizing and everything. And it was hard. Back then I was, again, doing two main channels and XDA is a lot more demanding at the time uh, of where I were my resources back then. And just, it was just crazy. And, and I actually got a chance to meet um, a really good buddy of mine, uh, Wilkin, uh, back from there uh, in the UK days. But yeah, definitely. Um, Sarvan, hey man, good morning, Sabaha, welcome back. Um, Sabaha TK, Realme 9 Pro Plus is obviously too good with the Sony IMX766 and OIS photos um, with an A12. Uh, OnePlus Nord CE doesn't make sense. Realme obviously dominating the OnePlus budget market in here. It's weird. It's really weird. Like I never thought of Realme coming out of the kind of out of the woodwork of where they're. I mean, they've been known for for a specific genre, right? I mean, we know Realme. Realme is budget. Realme is. Uh, bang for the buck type of an experience and it's, they've been like that for some time um the 9 pro plus absolutely man absolutely the camera on that phone without without the without a doubt has been one of the better experiences that i've had on a realme and yes i can see where these the oneplus ce kind of becomes like how, how does that device kind of make sense on the market that they're in because realme and oneplus do actually exist or coexists in the market that the, these devices are going in um, what I would probably say is it, it may end up come, coming down to maybe price, availability, and so on. But at the end of the day, yeah, when, when we're looking at what we get here with the IMX 766, because you have to understand, that's a very good sensor. It's proven itself quite well with flagship devices um, as a main sensor and having that on a mid-ranger. And again, a phone we're talking about that looks absolutely stunning. Uh, I was trying to talk to, to Juan on Friday or on Thursday when we were doing the show. And I was like, dude, this guy is just crazy good. Not only does it look good, but so in the store, in the in, in when you're looking at it here, it looks perfectly green, uh, like the greenish tone blue. And you can see those those specs on the back are actually a little bit kind of like stardust. Outside, if you put this in any kind of light from the sun, it turns into a sunset uh, look. So it looks absolutely fantastic. That's one of the biggest things. But yes, cameras crazy, crazy good. It's becoming more and more. It's becoming harder to, to to see Realme just as a mid ranger because they're starting to shoot above where they're where they're known to be. So I'm hoping that what they do here at MWC is going to be super good, and what we see there obviously is going to be really really nice. Uh, they're they're slotted to be right around the same time as Honor's launch event, from what I've seen on the on the schedule. So like a little bit earlier than that, but we'll have to see how that goes. So I'm I'm excited with you, man. I'm I'm really with you on that one, of course. Um, Sammy said, I got a question for all. Um, how might how might I block all SMS messages uh, messages uh, messages whose numbers aren't in my contact list? Uh, please. Uh, OK, uh, he needs an advice basically on what's the best way to do it. Um, I'll say that I'll tell you what I do, because I typically obviously spam calls don't typically typically come from contacts that you have on your phone, because that's just how it is. There is no there's no specific format, at least that I know of, to block all SMS messages from numbers that are not in your phone book, meaning to only get text messages from the phone, uh, from contacts in your book. Um, the reason behind that is um, like authentication messages and so on. Those things are typically don't show up. So what I probably will say is 
on an app-based situation, messages or Google messages does a decent job of filtering those. So once you get a text message from a specific number or a specific contact that is trying to, it's a spam thing, you block it and it'll no longer show up. It just automatically gets filtered out of your timeline. Even if the text message on the carrier side doesn't stop. The other side of this, and at least here in the US, the T-Mobile in the US allows us to block uh, text messages or premium text messages that are uh, basically using um, like sent from a service, not necessarily from a person. And that typically will also help you a little bit. But I don't know, again, the carrier that you're using. If you're using it on T-Mobile, I would give them a call. That could be also something that you want to double check with them. But as far as a general block all text messages that are not in my contact, um, the problem with that, again, if that is if that is something that you're able to do, um, let's say you find somebody or you meet somebody new and you give them your number and they're sending you a message you, and you didn't get their contact and set that up, you won't be able to see that. So uh, get in touch with the carrier. They have services. And I would recommend you using uh, something like Google Messages. Sorry, one second. I don't know why, but I had an alarm that always keeps the buzz going. Um, here, um, waiting for the, oh, here, okay, so the waiting for the uh, IQ 9 to launch in India on the 23rd. So um, IQ, if I'm not mistaken, is also another device that's going to be making some very interesting waves going on. Um, I think I saw some uh, some interesting stuff on, on Twitter. Some people were talking about it. So again, that's the 23rd. Uh, the 24th, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's uh, Oppo is going to be talking about the Find X5 Pro. Um, I think uh, if, if nothing else, I think we have some stuff going on on the 27th, on the 28th, 20, and of course, all the other days of MWC will also be having uh, more content coverage. I think, but as far as announcements, typically either the day of or the day before of MWC starts. So those that's just going to be the crazy day going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm actually interested to see what the IQ kind of does. I haven't had a chance to play with one before, um, not even with Vivo prior to the X70 Pro Plus from Juan. And I, I'm seriously putting it out to the ether. If there is anybody that's able to connect me with Vivo to get me just to get my hands on at least on a Pro Plus to be able to use that, that device seriously has been, I, I will seriously say this, it's the best camera on 20, in 2021. Absolutely hands down. And it's only because that phone was released in 2021. I'm not saying that it's not still the best camera. Um, I will say, though, that the P50 Pro is getting up there. And I I don't have the I don't have both devices with me. So to be able to do that straight up comparison to see the best. But after I lost the V70, uh, the X70 Pro Plus, uh, I've been basically literally relying on the uh, P50 Pro for for B-roll content. It's just it's been that good of a camera. So uh, I'm really, really excited to see what we're going to see. Uh, let me see here. Uh, ta, ta, ta. <laughs> Dang it, purposely. Uh, uh, purposely Gaming is... <laughs> what's wrong? My parcel... Uh, shipping problems is always going to be a problem. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping FedEx doesn't mess things, mess things up. Like, seriously hoping. It sounds like I'm bagging on them, but I'm not. Like, I've had packages come... This is the weirdest part, okay? My package is shipping from China. It goes from China to Alaska, from Alaska to the East Coast. So the other side of the country for, for me here. And then from there back to LA and then from there sitting at a local station. I mean, that the one package took so long, I ended up not getting the uh, the Redmi Note 11 Pro 5G in time. I mean, I, it got here literally four days late because of the processing of how they do things. And I don't understand why FedEx does this. There's no rhyme or reason to the process that they do it because it enters to, it entered the US and Alaska. So that's the first entry point. Why does it have to go all the way to the East Coast for it to come back to LA and then still go through customs? 
long story short, I hope your package gets there, man. And and last time, if I'm not mistaken, Matt had some issues too with the package, where actually his display got damaged, which he's still having to work that part of the process. Uh, not the best experience. <laughs> I didn't even see that comment. So he's talking about FedEx still. So yeah, no, it it is one of those things. Uh, Dominic Wang, hey man, good morning. I hope you're doing well. Sabaho, bonjour, Steve Deroche, comment vas-tu? Uh, and of course, Sammy Tik. Uh, okay, okay. How can I? Oh, auto stop. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Um, is there a way to stop auto update? Um, there's a couple of things that you can do. You could try to basically go into the system and uncheck that uh, that feature if you have that in there. That's one one function. And I know that auto updates has been basically something been automatically installed by different companies. Um, I mean, without having, so I'm assuming you don't have root. You could try using ADB and try to see if you can disable the updater. So basically, put it to sleep, uh, like kind of like hibernate uh, the app, and that essentially will stop it from checking. But at some point or another, it may get reactivated inadvertently by one of the other services on the phone. So realistically, I will say it, it's a little bit hard to, to kind of stop auto updates. But you have to you have a few options. Um, I would research or I would do a Google search of how to uh, disable updates or how to use ADB to disable um, an update on an Android device. I would do, definitely do a Google search of that. That may be a little bit of a feature there for you to be able to check out. Um, Golan Lavi jumping back in. Uh, hey TK, I have a perfect OnePlus Nine Pro, and I'm a photographer. Um, what am I missing in in uh, what am I missing is Periscope, obviously. Um, I'm um, undecided between the S22 Ultra and the Oppo Find X5 Pro. On paper, because I only really I mean so the reality is the S22 Ultra is really an S21 Ultra with some software optimization. So you're really kind of also looking at the S21 Ultra because this. The camera stack that you have here is very much the exact hardware on the new phone. There's a few tricks done up to up its sleeve, but realistically, this is the best S series, and the Note is the best Note series. Although it's technically called the S series, but that's beside the point. Um, between the Find X5 Pro and this, right now, from what I've seen, or at least from some of the specifications that we've seen on, on the leaked on paper, because there's that whole concept of you know tried and true kind of an experience. It's hard to tell which one would be a better situ a better device to upgrade to. Uh, the 10 Pro is a little bit of an upgrade, but it's not necessarily a very big upgrade to the 9 Pro. So where you are is actually a pretty decent spot. The uh, the one the Find X5 Pro will feel very close and very familiar to you because of the latest update that we got to Android 12 on the OnePlus 9 Pro. So from an experience standpoint, I think you'll be really feeling at home with a Find X5 Pro. That's be right there. The cameras are obviously going to be top notch. Oppo is known for better camera experiences when it comes to comparison between them and OnePlus. Not to say that OnePlus is bad, it's just I'm saying if you had to stack them next to each other, they definitely yields a step above. So that's why I'm hoping some of the new improvements help you there. Jumping into a Samsung from, an, from a OnePlus and an Oppo, you're going to definitely be feeling the heavy Samsung One UI experience. So if you've used Samsung's before and you're comfortable with them, that may be a good choice for you. Although, honestly, I would have you, unless you need to pay the premium price, you're probably going to save up and get a much better deal on the S21 Ultra from last year and still get the same camera experience that you're looking for. So although it sounds like you're, I'm, I'm saying get a phone from a year ago, you're still going to get the exact same. So I know it's, it sounds like I'm going around about saying like one or the other or better. It depends on what you're looking for and what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with OnePlus, I honestly think the Find X5 Pro may make more sense to you. Um, the S21 Ultra will make more sense on the Samsung side and it'll save you some, uh, some money there. And the phone's still literally less than a year old and it already has Android 12. It has One UI 4.0. You're not missing any software experiences there. Again, with the exception of the S Pen and maybe slightly faster charging. Other than that, it's a very similar, more of a boxed experience. Um, 
Sorry, I don't know why, but my uh, my my notifications have been uh, going up. Uh, <laughs> Ash is uh, hey everybody, cold uh, cold and wet in the UK. Yes, uh, we got a little bit of rain this week. We had a little bit of a weird uh, shift in weather last week when I was talking to you guys. It was very hot. We were in the nineties, close to like thirty six, something like that in uh, Celsius and stuff. Um, this week we kind of flipped it over. Uh, we had a little bit of rain in the middle of the week, and we're kind of cruising around the. You know, I would say like 27, 30 at the most. It's not super hot, but it's nice and comfortable. Uh, but yes, I can I can totally understand the weather. And actually, I need to look up the weather in Barcelona. I'm I'm not familiar with Barcelona weather this year. I have again, I've only ever been to Barcelona twice prior to this. Uh, one on a family event thing, we were taking a, a cruise out of Barcelona, and that was my my wife and I. Um, and that was I think if I'm not mistaken, it was like in the in October. So it was heavy rain, very cold. Um, and then the second time I was there was at MWC, but I remember wearing coats, like a jacket and stuff like that. So I'm assuming it's cold. I don't know if anybody knows. Uh, uh, please let me know. I'll have to Google that a little bit later on. Uh, da, da, da. Sammy, yeah. So definitely I would research looking into something to that allows you to disable it. So basically how to disable the updating app. Uh, it is essentially an application, a process that goes in and, and runs the automatic update. Uh, and you may be able to hibernate it. So putting that to sleep will maybe stop it. My only concern would be, again, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be that one of the only options available once it gets pushed out, so depending on the market. Again, uh, uh, I would say LG is not known to be the fastest releasing uh, updates across all of their markets. Um, I couldn't get 5G on ColorOS 11 on my OnePlus 8TK. Maybe uh, there'll be a fix for that. Uh, it depends on... So the question would be here. Okay, so you're lying. Um, there... So the band, the, the okay, so let me step back real quick. Um, the only two things I would probably say that could affect that is this. It's either your APNs, you need to make sure that you're running the right APNs within ColorOS. So go into the APNs and modify them to whatever you find on the carrier that you're using. Because technically, a, a ROM doesn't change the bands on the phone. So I know a lot of people like, you know, if you hear customizing, like you're installing a custom ROM, you're changing different things going on in there. Um, operating system ROMs run at a different layer of the Android stack uh, when you're looking at a device. So when you're unlocking a phone, you're unlocking the bootloader. It doesn't necessarily unlock the carrier part of the phone. It it's unlocking the phone. Um, the carrier part is separately locked from the uh, the operating system lock part, if that makes sense. So where um, Greg's uh, question here obviously is, I'm not getting 5G in here. It's nothing to do with the hardware or the ROM. It's more than likely an APN access situation of where he is because he's changing and he's using a color OS uh, ROM, which is not intended for his phone. So sometimes when that comes in and it's not intended for the US market, it may not have the right APN or the access point network um, configuration that you get in your phone. So I will definitely double check that, Greg, and that hopefully may we should be able to get you back to 5G on that one. Um, Sarvan Zank, TK, uh, TK, the Find X5 Pro is going to be available in two versions. The Snapdragon 8 Gen 1, which I'm, I, I'm expecting, which a lot of the rumors are going in. And I heard that, so I, I thought there was going to be the Dimensity at the beginning. So if you guys heard back when uh, when MediaTek announced about the, uh, the Dimensity release, uh, I think Oppo made an announcement saying that they will be committed to using the Dimensity 9000. I always thought there was going to be one, but you're right. seems like there's going to be two versions going on. Um, do you think this is the right way and, and for the right way and the choice for people? So more than likely... I'm taking I'm taking a clue, a very heavy clue here from what Samsung does with their dimensity, with not dimensity, with their chipsets. 
it's not going to be in the same market. So I think it's going to be something like similar to what we get with Samsung. You'll get Exynos in certain markets and you'll get say, Gen 1 in other markets. And the reality at the end of the day, it's just going to be the luck of the draw what market you're in. International market, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with either, you know, going with the Dimensity, if, if they decide to push or put their, their full faith on in there. Um, I know the HN1 is more, a lot of people will expect the HN1, so maybe international market would have had it there. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is um, they're very close. Both SOCs are very close. There's a few little benefits on one side as well as the other. Like a few of them hold their own cards because they own, it's like a little bit of a, um, special recipe right it's not exactly the same they're based on the same arm architecture but they're not all running the same arm architecture um i, I just got my text from samsung saying my package is on its way okay samsung uh, happy monday no i'm just kidding happy saturday let me see hold on real quick this was funny i just said in the, i was just showing you guys how to get the text message on how to find out where the thing <laughs> this is oh god this is fun okay so I'll put this back, uh, but yeah, it is it is what it is. It seems like it's going to be a fun day for everybody. Um, and I don't know why, but it seems like my phone decides to go cuckoo crazy when I put it on the charger. So yeah, it looks like my Tab S8 has shipped, not my S22 Ultra. Um, I think it's going to be a good deal. Realistically, uh, very... It's not the same as when we talk Exynos per se and Qualcomm uh, chipsets here because they're very close to each other. Here, we're talking very much experiences that are very similar, slightly faster RAM on the Dimensity and slightly overclocked on the Dimensity. And I think this is some of the things that may make or break the experience. Also, keep in mind the Adreno versus the Mali. That's going to be a different experience there when it comes to the GPU. Um, I think Dimensity is using more of the stock experience with what comes with the standard ARM architecture where uh, Qualcomm does have their own built Adreno G uh, GPU. So that's something to also kind of experience when it comes down to gaming and performance uh, but honestly i would have liked to see everything go one way uh, we already knew that the molly silicon x and you know what hold on a second we got it here so this this was something that i tweeted earlier this week i don't know if you guys got a chance to see it let's see if we can get this to show up on camera because this here. Oh, hey, it does show up. So this is the, the SOC that I got. This is the NPU, the new NPU that uh, MediaTek, I'm sorry, that uh, Oppo is going to be using with their devices. Now, I'm hoping that this experience translates between both Dimensity and Qualcomm. But um, at the end of the day, they're seriously putting some heavy emphasis on their photography, on their image processing and everything going on on their device. And I'm really anticipating to see great things from them. So we'll have to see how that comes out. Again, it depends on the market, and they haven't really made a lot of announcements, but I'm sure we'll hear about that very soon. Um, uh, Raylan is saying, um, I've been thinking about getting the Pixel 6 Pro, but everyone talks about bugs. Uh, fingerprint uh, issues been slow now that the new uh, Note is uh, Note is out of the S22 Ultra. I'm struggling to deciding currently between coming up from the OnePlus 7 Pro. So what I will say is, Every device that comes out, it doesn't matter what manufacturer puts out, there's going to be something going on here and there. Is, there's never a device that comes out and it is perfectly ready on day one. And what I mean by this is even the Samsung devices will have a little bit of hiccups here and there. But at the end of the day, when I, what I would probably say is where the, the, the Pixel 6 Pro is today from when it first started, it is night and day and it is a much better experience. Coming from the 7 Pro, you're more than likely be very comfortable in a Pixel 6 experience, mostly because of the improvements that we've seen over the years. But it also kind of comes closer to what the 7 Pro is. The 7 Pro has more of a stock experience. Jumping into a Samsung experience very heavy on, that's going to be a very different experience. 
Uh, will it be the best experience on the market? Right now, all the videos that we're showing obviously are all showcasing the best experiences. We haven't seen many videos focusing on, uh, you know, like the, the, the lived in day in and day out type of an experience because real people are starting to get their devices. We're going to start seeing those videos come out soon. So what I would probably say is if you're able to wait a little bit longer, I'll say this, that the Pixel 6 Pro is definitely a very good device in where it is right now with all of the updates that we've received. The fingerprint sensor is solid. It's not bad. And when we say slow, uh, we're not talking about like, you know, going from like, like this is super fast to the, no, we're talking about a very, very minor experience difference when you compare it to other devices. So from where you're coming in right now with uh, on the uh, on the on the OnePlus 7 Pro, this is definitely going to be a much better experience. It's still going to be an experience improvement for you, hands down. The cameras on this are absolutely gorgeous. They're getting better every day with every update that they get pushed out. So is it a bad experience? No, I think that going into a Pixel 6 Pro is still a, a really good option, especially coming in from the 7 Pro. If you're going in directly into the S22 Ultra, it's still going to be a good experience. It, it, it's going to come down to what you're willing to work with. I think the Pixel 6 will be closer to your experience. I think the uh, the uh, the Samsung may also be a good option for you, depending on what you want to do. And they're still obviously running some massive promotions right now. Um, and, and you're able to save a lot of money, especially if you're able to get in on some of those discounts and pre-orders. Because I think till the 24th, you're still able to technically pre-order it even though it, the phone comes out the day after or so. Yeah, so you're still able to save up some money. So hopefully that helps there. Um, TK, being, <laughs> TK being extremely sus with, sus with his, I can't talk about it. There's a lot of things I can't talk about. I know I have a show and I know I'm talking about a whole bunch of things, but yeah, there are some things I can't talk about. It's one of those uh, weird, uh, weird things we do on, on the weekly basis. Um, yeah, T-Mobile uh, sold me, sold it. To, okay, I think uh, Sammy's talking about the S20. Okay, so I still think he's probably talking on his thing here. If you guys got a chance to see it. Um, purposely gaming. Um, okay, so Qatar TK, get your ass back in. I think you meant to say, come on, TK, get you back, get you back into the UK so we can have some uh, fish and chips with you and Jermaine and Roger. Dude, absolutely. The first opportunity I'm able to, I want to be able to go over there, hang out, and it'll be literally a day dedicated for us to just kick it because I, I definitely want to do something in, the, in that aspect. Right now, um, seriously, like MWC has been, is the first kind of coverage or, or, or event that I'm able to cover outside of the U.S., uh, and because I'm a little bit more independent now, obviously not a little more, because I am more dependent independent now with my own content, I'm hoping that content, uh, companies are going to start working with me again as we used to in the past. Most of my travel to the UK, just for heads up, was always covered by Honor. Uh, Honor was the biggest uh, supporter and sponsor for those things. And um, they used to invite us all the time, but it was, again, through XDA. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hope to see them at MWC, and I want to be able to have a chat with them and see how things are. And maybe, maybe we can open up some stuff and... You know, we'll be able to cover some of the stuff going on in the UK for some of the other devices because, you know, they're not going to just release one phone. There's going to be more uh, as it had always been. What what did my spell check think cut RTK is what I meant? I know I meant I think you meant to say, come on, TK, and it came out as cut RTK. So if Mr. Uh, so if uh, I love Qatar uh, <laughs> Khalifa, my, my friend from Qatar is, is watching. Uh, the Qatar name is coming up. So, yeah, if anybody wants to screenshot that one and send it over, that was funny. Um, I don't... 
I don't know, man. I never even been to Qatar. No, it's not that. It, I think it's um, my Samsung. This is the weirdest part. Um, my S22 Ultra, for some reason, using Gboard. So Gboard auto detect or speech detects lately have been a little bit finicky. Like it's been consistent on my Pixel 6 Pro. But for some reason, on non-Pixel devices, because I like to use Gboard, um, has been a little bit finicky where it kind of gives, like it's saying, it, it picks up the wrong words. Let's just say that. Every time when I do the little bit of a description that I put beneath the video, I typically don't type those. I use voice speech to text and I jump in on my phone, whatever phone seems to be around and I speak to the phone, right? And I say, welcome back to the Android Bay. And I always say Bay, but for some reason, speech to text always thinks I'm saying Android Pay, um, like words. And whenever I say the word Oppo, it always writes the word Opal, like the the, the actual uh, stone. So it's, it's a funky thing, but Qatar TK, wow, that is a nice, it has a nice ring to it, man. If I lived in Qatar, that would have been the name. Uh, TK in the UK, <laughs> it's a very simple, I reported to the uh, to the uh, the Ofcom ICO and uh, as a, a spam, always, always, man. Finn Jacob, um, uh, it's one of those weird things. So Sammy's saying here real quick, okay, TK, don't, uh, the, the Blacklist Pro blocks text not in context, but MMS aren't handled that's where you contact your carrier mms is on the carrier side this is why i was mentioning talking to your carrier okay sammy uh let me see here uh i got it okay so purposely gave me had to go back to work have fun man we'll talk later i'm sure uh ahmed 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 welcome back welcome back man um honor magic finally going global i miss huawei and honors and honor spirits so the reason why I'm I'm really super excited about this is last year at the end of the year I covered like one of the very few things last few things that I did over on XDA was we did a live stream Michelle Rahman and before he left XDA uh, and and I and I think was it Ben Singh was also with us from uh, from Hong Kong so it was like literally covering it. so we were Texas California and Hong Kong and the event was launched and announced in China so that was the Magic series when it first came out and I was really excited to see what they were offering and we were supposed to see a global launch of it and I think this is pretty much the the culmination of that finally uh, that. Uh, the the series coming to the international market i'm a big uh magic so the honor magic the first honor magic and the honor magic 2 i have my still my honor magic 2 it's amazing it's literally the best of the best what honor has to offer and we're finally going to be able to see it on the international market and of course see some of their some of their new improvements when it came to cameras and experiences there so i'm very happy to see what they have there and I can't wait to check it out. I'm sure it'll be on the show floor and I'll be able to get my hands on one of them uh, there and I'll do some content for you guys. Hopefully I'll be able to work with them on something, but I, it's been a, I haven't been able to work with Honor on something for, uh, for some time and I'm hoping this will be the time we're going to be able to rekindle that relationship. Um, the, FedEx is known for being really awful. It's just crazy the way FedEx, I mean, I'm, again, I don't like Bang, I don't I don't mind um you know uh, saying like look companies some companies have issues some people don't don't worry about it but this is seriously like every single package has been either delayed or something but this whole cross country travel I I don't know if that makes sense to anybody um so I prefer the small phone. The S22 Ultra is uh, is a big one. So yeah, the S22 Ultra is exactly 6.8 inches. Um sorry, a little bit. Hmm. I really like my TCL mug um it's it's a bigger phone and it's arguably i i would personally say because i don't have it yet i think it would even feel bigger than what the s22 ultra uh, s21 ultra does because the s21 uh, ultra has more of rounded shapes this is the s series look right it's slightly more minimalistic the uh, the note line has always been more squared off 
And this is seriously, this is not an S series. For any S series fan that is pricking up the S22 Ultra right now, they're either buying it based on face value. And I really would love to see the conversation two weeks after the people that have bought the device. Are they keeping it? Are they happy with it? Or do they feel like this is too much of a note and not enough of an S and they stick to what they have if, if they're coming from the S21? For me, it's a work thing. I need to upgrade. I need to be able to see it. Otherwise, I won't be able to cover the device. And I already have, seriously, I have so many cases and accessories that I'd like to cover on it. And I'm not going to push out videos on accessories for a phone that I don't have till I have the phone. So this is why you haven't seen much on me from coverage-wise. Um, and I'm basically just talking about a lot of the hardware. But short answer, there's a lot of things to cover. And you, yeah, you, you got to kind of keep looking at what you want to do uh, and, and see how things are there from there. Um, cold but not icy cold oh yeah depending i think you guys are talking about weather stuff uh chemi dominic Wang in there tk what uh what watch are you wearing oh <laughs> this is the uh the tick watch the tick watch 3 pro ultra this is the one that got released late in 2021 uh it's literally the best tick watch that's available on the market right now uh still nowhere 3.0 but we'll hopefully get that at some point once the google and samsung uh, kind of collaboration thing uh not collaboration exclusivity kind of ends because there seems to be something going on in there and Finn Jacobs, right on point, right on point. Uh, and actually, you probably see the exact same watch on Juan Carlos. He, he and I both love tick watches. They're very, very nice. Um, Russ, okay, hey, man, Russ is in. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Russ is asking, uh, if the HN1 Plus is made by TSMC, which there are there's a lot of talks about that, and it is a much better chip than the one Samsung's manufactured, then the uh, then the problem would be that Samsung, hopefully, that, it, that it's, it's basically a problem is that Samsung, hopefully, well, hopefully it's pro the problem is not Samsung. The reality, I, I really don't understand the experience that's going on with Exynos. Exynos has had a, a really like a 360, uh, almost like a, I'm sorry, a whole 180. It went the other direction. It used to be, that Samsung's own SOC was better than Qualcomm. I mean, because it typically gets released uh, later and you typically get a better experience there. Ran cooler, more efficient, and things were right with the first few years. Right now, on paper and on early devices with early software, this is the biggest thing that I think a lot of people need to focus on. The devices that you're watching, the content that we're watching is on pre-production, pre, um, yeah, pre-production hardware. I take that back. Yes, these devices were pre were created, and there is more than likely going to be a few updates that the, uh, the creators that are using these devices are going to get them up to, uh, updated later on. My hope is that we start seeing content reproduced after those updates get pushed out. Because when we get devices, typically when you get a Samsung, literally within the first couple of days, there is an update coming in. And a bank, I would put, I will put basically a really decent. Um, I'm not going to say pressure, but anyways. Um, there's a really high, high chance that within the first couple of days of, a, of any of most people getting them, myself included, that we're going to get an update on the Samsung that is going to improve something on the phone that was not part of what uh, the creators or people that were able to put content out there. So I want to see more content like that. And it's really where you start seeing some of those experiences change as time goes on and as you live it. As we were talking about before, you know, the Pixel 6 Pro may have had some some press, some delays, some issues go on, but you know, but it's getting better. Their Google, Google's not leaving it; they're fixing it and they're making it better as time goes on. So for sure, this is something that you know we want to keep that in mind. Um, we have yet to see a chip made by TSMC since the eight sixty five. We'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on the 
the experience at this point is we need to see better improvement, better performance without more power draw and better silicon uh, basically uh, built. And we're talking, we're down to four nanometers now, uh, coming down from five nanometers on the Qualcomm side. But of course, from you know Qualcomm and so on, they're known for improvements. When we go down to three nanometers or any other uh, you know smaller nanometers than that, we're going to have to see how that goes. The reality of the matter is hardware is way beyond what we need. And even though the S20, uh, the Exynos uh, 2200 may not necessarily live live up to the same level as the HN1, which is totally expected, one is going to perform better than the other. But you guys are also remembering, forgetting, or not you specifically, but I think that in general we forget, we're talking about hardware that is way faster than what we actually need um, on the on the daily. So if you take that in, into perspective, if you look at that and say, look, this is a Lamborghini style speed, right? And we're talking about a Lamborghini and a Lamborghini with a bad clutch a little bit. Realistically, both of them are super fast. They're way faster than what we need. And at the point where we get to it, obviously, a lot of people use their Exynos devices in, in Europe, in the Middle East, and so on. And there isn't there isn't this back backlash, a bad backlash of Exynos devices. It's only the reviewers that are putting it out there because it's their job to put a perspective of which one is better. But somebody that lives in Europe, somebody that lives in the Middle East, they're going to be very hard pressed to try to figure out if it makes sense for them to import a Qualcomm chipset version of their phone for them to get the better performer, but then get without getting all the band support that they typically would have gotten with a local device. So it, it's great to look at numbers. It's great to look at comparisons. But I think at the end of the day, we need to also look at what makes sense. And are they like totally unusable? Do they boot up Android kind of a thing? Or is it just more of a um, looking at specific numbers, but both of these numbers are way ahead of what we need. This is the big thing that we need to keep in mind. Devices are seriously, the hardware is way ahead of what we need right now. And what we are appreciating more, that's why more people are living in, is the camera stack on the back, what the performance on the cameras are, are coming up and are improving. It's not the horsepower. It's the cameras that literally become a big part of the device now. They are, obviously, but yes. Um, oh, man, no, don't worry about it, Sammy. I, I, I figured at some point you, I'm a little bit behind on the comment. I think it's what I am. No, actually, I'm not that far. I'm only like a couple of minutes behind. Uh, I see here... Um, uh, Atanas uh, uh, Popov is uh, jumping in. Sorry, I, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Hey, TK, um, I bought the Motorola G200 for about 400 euros, which is actually not a bad deal. Um, only for gaming and uh, with no issues with uh, no issues with heating. Um, I drive now and I can't. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, well, I hope you have a good time, man. Um, it's yeah, no, it, definitely. As long as you're able to get a good deal on your phone and it does what you need, again, there's no hard, there's no issues. Mobile gaming is getting better and it is definitely something you can appreciate but the concern that you also want to look at at the end of the day is this what kind of gaming do you do and if it is something serious enough then you may want to look at a gaming hardware otherwise i think in general most devices should be able to give you casual gaming absolutely very very nice um and have safe driving please yes please um uh Sarvan is asking is do you prefer the flips or the folds uh for pocket um, i like the flips for for content created i like the folds um, after trying out both the Flip 3 and the Z Fold 3, I'm going to say that I'm more of a Fold person. Even though the Fold is bigger, uh, I find the Flip just doesn't fit my experience. And I, I appreciate the fact that it's smaller and it fits better in our pocket. But the problem with the Flip for me is the fact that if I ever need to do something on it, even on the quick, I have to always open it up. I'm always stretching and opening up the closing of the, 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 the device. The external display, although functional, not very usable in the sense of response to be able to do things on your phone. So when I look at that at the end of the day from the experience spent, what I really want to get 
if I'm going to be spending money and, and again, obviously, you know, between those two, there was like around $3,000, $3,500 worth of expense. Um, I would much rather spend a little bit more than $1,000 on the flip and get the full to make sense for me. But I also realize and recognize that that's just not the scenario for everybody. Um, there is a specific reason why I returned my, flip, my Z Flip 3. And I said, although this phone is great and it does and it will prove Samsung's um, promise that they're going to be selling a lot of foldables in 2021, um, it's just not the right foldable for me. And it will be, and it can be the right foldable for you. So please um, use that as it uh, as it becomes more available like, and, and, and use that type of hardware. So uh, I, again, uh, I personally recommend use what makes sense to you. It has to be functional. It has to make sense. And it has to make it worth it for when you're spending your money on it because that's how at the end of the day, we all have to look at the hardware. It, it's a great piece of hardware. It's amazing. Um, but you have to always remember living in something like this when you're spending money on it, it, it has to make sense and it has to meet your expectations because otherwise it'll just leave a very bad experience with you and you'll never come back to that manufacturer. So we have to look into it from there. Um, Russ is jumping in. Tika, do you think that the S-series look uh, with the S-Pen slot, uh, would, it be, would that be possible? Um, I think that the uh, rounded corners uh, helped gripping the phone. So yes, absolutely. For when you hold the phone for an extended amount of time, sorry, and I realize there are going to be possibly cases that will make the rounded option. But what I'm saying is this corner of the phone digs in your hand. And so when you're holding the phone like this for an extended amount of time and you're using it, that gets old very quickly. And for me, if they're able to do it or if it, so this would have been the smartest thing for Samsung to do realistically they could have kept the rounded corner of the S series because that to me would be more of a marriage between an S and a note right combine the form factor and keep aesthetical feelings or you know like like when two people get married and they have a kid right uh, the kid kind of looks like the, the parents in some way or another right in this situation this child is looking like the note parent as opposed to the s parent tremendously there is nothing that looks in there that says this is an s series this is why i'm saying it. right now there's people that are buying based on emotional commitment and commit and obviously fandom to to samsung and some of them may be doing it for work and so on but at the end of the day once they get the phone and they start using it they realize that those little changes in the design of the hardware is changing the way they use their phone we may see some changes in, in people's mind and, and conversations. Samsung's pushing it very hard. They're trying to get sales to go up, but we have to see how people like it. You can't call an S a note. Sorry, you can't call a note an S and people not expect it. You know what I mean? It's not like getting a Toyota and putting a sticker saying it's a Honda and suddenly people are going to buy it because it's a Honda. You know what I mean? It's still Toyota. It's still a note. It's a note. But yeah, I'm with you. Hey, Michael. Michael's Michael with the chat. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Um, Samsung does a good job uh, with their marketing. Sorry, here. Samsung does a good job with their marketing uh, to get people to justify whatever the latest phone happens to be. Absolutely. Again, emotional commitment there. That's what they're doing there. Uh, is there a reason why the Tab S7 uh, has the variable refresh rate, but the Tab S8 is stuck on 120-60? Uh, not, uh, not talking about the uh, the Ultra models. Um, I'm not sure why. I, I don't think it's a limitation of the processor. I think it's more of a, a choice. But the reality is, so th this is the weird thing. Okay. The smartphone being stuck at the refresh rate doesn't mean the app will perform at that refresh rate. Apps are designed to work in specific refresh rates and specific uh, spe uh, um, segments. So from an app usage, this isn't going to really change much. But then when they do that, they're removing the functionality of saving battery. The variable refresh rate is where your device doesn't have to try to push 120 all the time or push 60 all the time. Um, there still could be a possibility that they could change that with an update later on and give you the ability of actually having more adaptive refresh rate as opposed to variable. It may not drop as low as one rate, one frame rate, but it'll be a little bit uh, different. Um, 
it could also just be something where Samsung is trying to get you to be more, I don't know, for the lack of a better word, uh, kind of like incrementally push you into thinking of a better uh, pain a little bit more and getting the bigger device. That could be something that you also want to keep in mind in there. So it, it, it's always funny, right? The S22 is priced right, but the S22 doesn't really do much different than the S21. And the way that they... They took, so obviously it doesn't have a QHD. It has the 1080p 10, uh, 120 frames per second, but it has the smallest battery of all, and it still kept the 25 charging. Like everything got upgraded, the S22 Plus, the S22 Ultra, the Note Ultra, um, all have 45 watt charging. But then we kept 25 watt on the on the 799 one or the 899. No, 799. So again, it's it's that weird where they make it so that it's just a little bit uncomfortable for you that when you're looking at it, you're like, well, you know what? I'll pay a little bit more and get that faster charging. And that's probably how it's going to be sold in the store. When you're looking at the specs and they're reading off those things to you, they're more than likely going to give you, it's like, great, look, this phone is smaller, yes, but it has smaller, smaller battery, the smallest of the ones, and it also has the slowest charging on all of them. You can pay a little bit more and get the S22 Plus. I think they're trying to justify the S22 Plus a little bit more. Um, Ranesh is kicking it with us. Hey, man, Sabaha Ranesh, hope you're doing well. Uh, man, hope you uh, hope everybody's doing well. Really, it, it's a we're over the half point of February, uh, and it seems like. Oh, I was gonna say that would be <laughs> that would be funny if I just got another text saying my S twenty two Ultra shipping, uh, but I already have my tra my tracking number for both of the uh, number for both S twenty two Ultra and the Tab S eight. The Tab S eight forecasted delivery date was in March, which I was thinking was gonna come in after um mwc so i was like okay that's fine i mean if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be late i'm gonna be super late might as well have that party then but it looks like it's gonna be different of course uh we'll see it chipped before the s21 ultra s22 ultra um michael corgan is saying is um they uh, they should have put the s pen on the s21 fe uh this would have made this would have had uh this would have turned uh, their uh, more boring phone into a really exciting phone and allowed people to be have more of a budget s pen uh functionality so Samsung did have an S Pen, a budget version of a Note, a long, uh, I want to say a couple of years ago, maybe it was at, at, at CES. Uh, and I think it was released along with an FE, a version of an FE, but it was it was specific markets. It wasn't international markets. Um, something, you know what, you know what, actually, I'll, I'll be, I'll, from what I've heard, at least on, on, the S, on the S21 FE, that phone was supposed to come out in March, uh, sorry, in October of last year. So there was something with the chip shortage and, and match manufacturing having canceled the Note series and all of that that delayed the release of it. So it was never intended to be there, but I understand the the sentiment of would that would that have been something that made sense uh, of that? Uh, absolutely, a more more affordable Note would have made perfect sense. But the the timing of when this was released, it makes absolutely no sense for them to even remotely. I, I seriously should thought would have thought that this should have been just maybe taken down, released on an MBMO or some kind of a bring your own SIM card release package and don't make a big announcement out of it. And they didn't really, they made, they just, you know, made it happen at CES and they're doing something else again on, um, hold on, let me double check here real quick. They're doing something else on, um, at MWC, which is the other thing that we need to kind of like, you know, see how things are going there. Uh, ta -ta -ta. let me see here profile. I think I commented on one of them. Let me see. The be I said something like it looks like they're bringing back the bespoke edition. Uh, where is it? Okay, so I guess oh no, it was it was one of my replies. Let me see if I can bring that up real quick. Uh, da, da, da. Oh here, okay. So it was Android headlines. Let me bring up the this uh, real quick with the sh screen share. And we'll bring that here. We're going to see here. And so, okay, so this is what happened. So it says Samsung announces virtual MWC event um, 
and I guess I'm now I'm opening the entire thing. So uh, the overall experience that we're looking at here is on the 27th. So it's the day before MWC starts. Uh, and if you can see the picture, obviously we're seeing hardware, we're seeing computers, we're seeing a smartwatch. So here you go. We're seeing the Tab S8. We're seeing the Note, uh, S, uh, the Note 22 Ultra, or the S22 Ultra. But we're also seeing the Fold and the Flip in there. And they're doing these color palettes, these different color changing uh, things, with the exception on on the on the computer, which we'll talk a little bit more, or on the watch. So more than likely, there's going to be that whole continuation of bespoke. So I don't think this is an this is really an unpacked. I don't think we're going to see new hardware from them. We're going to see new color palettes. They did that to us last year. Right. It was around the announcement of Pixel 6 Pro. And because they didn't want to be out of the conversation, they had something in there which had nothing to do with new hardware. So this is more than likely a bespoke conversation. So something to do with more customizations, new custom uh, colors and so on. I'm hoping this is not something to do with the S22, although it kind of looks like it is because this is going to mess up a whole bunch of people that just put in their orders and they are going to be getting their hardware literally either a few days before that event or getting them on that time which are, they're going to be feeling like well wait a minute why did i just buy the phone and now you're going to give me more custom colors that weren't even available before and i can customize the color with multiple like layers and a whole bunch of different things so we'll have to see i'm not trying to harp on samsung i'm just it's it's like samsung to want to have something at an event just so they keep their their name in the conversation more so than just to have something meaningful come out they didn't have to release the bespoke around the pixel but they did nobody buys them i mean very few people but the reality is it's something to keep in mind so i think that's what we'll see there fins uh russ sorry jumping in tk do you think that it's worth uh uh sorry do you think it's worth an upgrade um uh up sorry uh upgrade there's a question with a question mark like that uh, if you had a tab s7 plus to go to the tab s8 plus or the tab s8 ultra the four-year uh, update seems to uh seem very promising to deliver um i'll say this i'm still using my tab s7 plus from the and from when i bought it i bought it at launch and i got it and to me it was actually my first uh, samsung uh, premium tablet um, I'm choosing to go to the S8 Plus, uh, Ultra not because it, the S7 Plus is not doing well, but I will say that I think Tab S7 Plus is still very functional today. It runs the latest version of Android. The security patch update is up to date on that. The 6 gigs of RAM works great. Uh, the OLED panel, the high refresh rate, all of the things that you're expecting out of it comes out really, really good. The only reason to upgrade for me right now is for coverage, but it also because I'm, I'm appreciating the fact that they have a bigger tablet. Um, I can work with a much bigger uh, canvas when I'm using it as uh, when I'm, when I record video, I typically split my screen between the viewfinder to the uh, to the A7S3 that I have in front of us. So I use the remote connection, but I also like to keep my notes in there so I can see my talking points. So those things to me work more when I have dual display, when I have a bigger display than when I have with a Tab S7 Plus. So I wouldn't necessarily think of it as an upgrade from a 7 Plus to the 8 Plus. I, I really think that the S7 Plus upgrade is the uh, to the base model even of the S8 Ultra. Because if you go to this, the S8, you're pretty much getting a very similar experience. And if so, maybe a little bit of, uh, a lower because of the refresh rate change conversation. Oh, uh, man, let me see how it's going here. Da, da, da. I saw Ben's gadget reviews, uh, and he was saying that the Tab S8 Plus doesn't have the variable refresh rate uh, that was in both the S7 models. Yeah, so this is something to keep in mind. It's, it's one of those, it, you need to see what makes sense to you. And this is where I say, you may actually be able to get a much better deal on a Tab S7 Plus now than getting an S8. 
again, people love to sell them and this is the time to pick up. And you're more than likely gonna get a much better bundle because people that are, are selling them now are selling them after using them, which means they purchase cases, they purchase accessories, maybe keyboards, uh, memory cards and so on. So I'm glad to see, uh, by the way, I'm glad to see that the memory card did not get removed out of the S8 series. That would have been a total like, really, a tablet? Come on, well, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Dominic Wang, hey man, hope you're doing well. Um, I'm using the UK version of the S21 Plus. So this is uh, basically the last year's model, which is, uh, again, what's going to be updated this year. Um, it's the Exynos variant, and it's fine. Um, it's so much better than my ROG Phone 2 because uh, of voiceover LTE, Wi-Fi calling, and other things such as that. Um, the, obviously, this is a big difference between what you saw. Like the ROG Phone 2 is from a couple of years ago. I still have mine, and it, there are obviously massive changes between those. And you're going also from an ROG, which essentially is more gaming, less photography, less functionality outside of gaming, to a phone that is supposed to be much more of an all well-rounded device. And yeah, like I said, the reality when we talk Exynos versus Qualcomm it's like talking about a, a, a Ferrari versus a Lamborghini, and one is going to win at some point, right? But they're both super fast cars. They can, they, they're not, we're not talking about differences that really like shatter the experience. With the exception of certain things, I think I want to say the, the la, not last year's generation of Exynos, but the year before was running a little bit warmer. But long story short, it, I'm sure it's going to be perfectly fine. So I'm, thank you, Dominic, for, for sharing that with us, of course. Hey, Roger's kicking it with us. Life of tech. Uh, did somebody say fish and chips? <laughs> yes, I. Um, now you guys got me wishing, wanting to get some fish. I had, I seriously, I had fish and chips last Sunday, um, over at a fish market here in Santa Monica in L.A. So I literally, it's it's a really good. Um, it, it's like it, I'll say this: it's a really good fish and chips for me in the U.S. I haven't really had good fish and chips in in the uk because i'm going to be very honest and say this because every time i go to the uk 90 percent of the time i'm going and looking for a doner kebab it's weird i know it's not the best thing but they're so popular in the uk you literally every time you get out of the tube the moment you get on the on the street there's like a doner kebab sitting right there and they're open 24 hours so it's hard to miss um, so, but yes, definitely would love to be able to do some good fish and chips. You guys, I'll leave it up to you guys to give me a good, good recommendation, but we'll have to do something there. Um, Finn is jumping back. Uh, exactly, TK. The Samsung S22 Ultra Note Edition Cyberpunk 5G T-Mobile Phantom Black. Yes. Bespoke Edition. This is what you forgot to say, uh, Finn. It's the Galaxy S22 Note Edition Cyberpunk 5G T-Mobile Phantom Black Bespoke Edition then we can say that that's the phone. I wanted to have to throw the bespoke because you know they have, they'll have a bespoke for, for sure. There's not going to be a question there. Uh, Sebastian Lobos, hey man, hope you're doing well. I've managed to, uh, to, <laughs> to not know anything about the S22 series besides the S22 Ultra looking like the Note and having, uh, and having it built S-Pen. And I think this is, it's a better part. Um, well, again, we already kind of, I mean, there's enough information out there, but the reality is if you're looking for a Samsung or you're looking for a new phone, um, you are obviously going to research it, but I, I honestly, like there's so many videos that are put out we're starting to see some better camera comparisons coming out right now. At the end of the day, I would look at it and say, make sure to get the phone that makes sense to you. It can be an iPhone. It could be an Android. It could be a windows phone for all I know, if they still boot up, uh, or even like, you know, uh, like, a, a Blackberry or something like that. It, the phone, whatever hardware you're buying, you're putting your money on, it has to make sense to you. It has to make sense to what you need. And if it doesn't, get the one that does. And there's always going to be a better situation, a uh, better device to help you out with it there. Um, let me see here. Sarvan, um, 
here it's someone uh do you feel the excitement lost if you uh sorry uh, in in you when you uh when, when leaks are are leaking everything since like six months prior to the release the excitement for the launch event absolutely and what what kicks it for me the most this is the biggest thing even with like samsung i'm not trying to bag on them samsung the samsung unpacked event kicks up let's say 7 a.m in the morning 701 20 videos showed up in my feed i did not need to watch the unpacked they purposely I don't know if they're, they're purposely trying to circumvent this, but you end up going to watch people's content uh, coverage. You, you, your feed just fills up like, you know, Mr. Mobile, Saf, everybody that you're looking at and, and you're trying to look at their coverage. Because what happens with Samsung Unpacks, there's a lot of content that goes on. There's a lot of achievements, conversations, there's a lot of different parts. And it doesn't always kind of focus on what we are specifically looking for, like if we're interested in that part. But I think that that should be changed. I honestly think that that makes no sense. It, it makes sense for the for the um, for the uh, embargo to lift at the end of the unpacked so that people can go through Samsung's event and then go start looking at the content and I think that's the conversation that you want to get there um, it does help obviously creators if they go right at the same time because then the excitement the unknown information is still there you're still lurking for it but after one video you're pretty much in the same boat as watching the uh, the unpacked right anyways launch this is me kind of you know uh, talking different things and you know TK talking um here is the honor magic tree series uh sorry is the honor magic series uh will be launched global it it's weird no it's the magic four uh if i, I and i can double check that real quick for you guys i'm pretty sure because on tuesday on thursday juan and i had the same exact conversation and when we talked about it i think they said the magic four so here let me just bring up honor i follow them here honor global yeah it wasn't even yeah, it's, it's even on their thing. Uh, so here, uh, no, let me bring that up. That was the wrong screen. We're going to go share. We'll bring that up here. Uh, share. And you can see here on their main site, it says Honor Magic 4. So the 4 5G series. Uh, so I'm assuming it's more than one version of the phone. Uh, and the unpacked event or their launch event, it says, uh, join us, the newest flagship phone, the Honor Magic 4 series at MWC Barcelona 2022. Stay tuned for, uh, to witness the power of magic at 1 p.m. CET. Cent um, I'm assuming that's Barcelona time on February 28th. They're on the calendar. So if you look up at the cal uh, the schedule of events for, Barca uh, for MWC, they're on there on the first day. So yeah, uh, for sure, the... They wouldn't bring the Series 3, which I thought they were going to be the 3 and that they're going to the 4. Again, for all intents and purposes, it could still be the 3, but it's the 4 name band because that's the international model. So we'll have to see how that goes. Oops, let me bring that back here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, um, it, I was going to say the MOGA controller. Uh, so, sorry, Finn is asking, what's my favorite gaming controller um, on the market right now? It's the Razer Kishi. Uh, it, and it, I know it's not necessarily the best ergonomic function, but I like the fact that it encases the phone and it sits and it gives me the ability of being a little bit wider. It's more of a um, kind of like a mouse and keyboard experience, but it's on the phone because your phone ends up being in the center. So your experience is very much in front and therefore you're kind of like moving with the phone. I don't mind controllers where they hold the phone above, but it, there's kind of like the whole up and down kind of thing um, i'm more functional there especially when you have better mapping and kishi does have a very good integration now especially when you want to play like stadia or geforce now kishi also works really nice and they make it for both android and ios um, from a sense of functionality and there's no power there's no batteries you plug it in you're able to pass through power to your phone um, i wish it had a headphone jack functionality that would be nice but other than that it works really nice so i like uh, kishi's really one of the one of the better ones for me at least um Having the embargo, yeah. So here, Sebastian Lopez saying that having the embargo uh, be when the unpacked start uh, uh, makes the unpacked almost useless. Yeah, it, it, that's just to me from a from a 
from a PR standpoint, on the Samsung side, this is me kind of putting it on there, and it makes absolutely, it would make no difference on the creator side and the ability of getting getting people to, con to watch their content if they had them wait to the end of the hour unpacked event. Because seriously, the way the unpacked goes, it's all PR materials and so on, and you want people to watch. I mean, the whole event is put there for people to watch. They're not doing it just for the sake of having something there, because otherwise they could have gone done what they did with the S twenty one FE, right? Everybody's just suddenly showed up with all content about it, and apparently that was the un, you know the uh, embargo date. Um, it just I think it would make more sense. It would help, and it would again uh, help people give more content, more pro, more uh, sorry, more watching eyes on their shows. And I think at the end of the day, that's what they try to do. So yeah, no, seriously, um, the the next couple of weeks, starting tomorrow, not tomorrow, starting Monday, they're going to be crazy. I have a couple of a couple of videos that I want to put out before my S twenty two Ultra shows up, and I say that because I know the moment that the S twenty two shows up, I'm going to be covering a whole bunch of things. There's going to be a few videos on my channel just covering S twenty two content, and not that not that I'm trying to harp on that. It just this is typical to what happened with a new phone, especially with Samsung, because. All of the other phones that I cover, which I really like, I typically don't get accessories for them. Like there's not much coming up from any company in the US that sells hardware accessories for it. Like the phone video that I'm gonna shoot up for you guys for tomorrow is gonna be the Redmi Note 11 Pro. Uh, and of course here, the Zero, uh, the Infinix Zero, the new Infinix Zero 5G. Both of these devices are hitting at the same level of mid-range experience with great bang for the bucket experience. And I feel like they, there would be a good head-to-head -head competition to see which one performs better, which one should you choose, and what what, what are your expectations, or should what should they be? Um, and the other video that I do have to put out before the event, I'm kind of seeing if I may have a time or not, I want to try to put out the video for uh, the TCL V30, V30V that I just got about a week ago. Um, and that's, again, a US more specific hardware. There will be other things covered by TCL. I forgot to mention TCL will be um, in the, uh, the, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think they're going to be at, at, at MWC, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know if they're going to be at, uh, at, sorry, they're going to be in Barcelona, but I don't know if they're going to be uh, where they're going to be at MWC. I haven't heard much specific details from them there. Uh, but long story short, the uh, the TC the you know the TCL 30V, I'd love to put that out first, and then there's still a laptop I got from uh, MSI that I need to put out a video, and that that's the Katana series, uh, and that's going to be I'm hoping to be making that laptop my production hardware for the entire event of MWC. So for any video that I need to edit, full on regular edit, it's going to be running on the Katana. It has like a 3060 uh, GPU running an um, i7 if I'm not mistaken, uh, and it's can you know it's seriously some massive great gaming hardware so I can game on the go, but it's also great hardware for producing content. So gamer uh, gaming hardware always makes the best production hardware because they typically have the best CPUs, the best GPUs, the better, uh, the better performance displays, and high refresh rates displays. They don't typically come with 4K, but they're giving you that nice little uh, balance between the two. And more so than others, they, they typically do have some good color calibrations on them. Not the best, but, you know, pretty good ones on there as well. Um, I, I don't actually, uh, I don't know where Aditya is. Hopefully he's doing well. And I'm, I hope, you know, uh, you know, we'll be able to catch up with him a little bit later on. As you know, life kind of happens and things kind of come and go. Um, these are very nice phones. Yes, TK, absolutely, Greg. Uh, so both, um, the, uh, the Infinix Zero is, which a lot of people don't really, I don't know a lot of people even got this version of the phone. Um, I got an orange one and I do want to, I'm taking it out of the case only because I want to show you guys what it looks like. So here. It's an actual faux leather back. Like they seriously went extra with this color. It's not. It's not the the reflective one that Juan got. Not to say I'm saying this is better in in like hardware wise. Hardware wise, it's pretty much the exact. It's more of the material on the back. 
and still coming up with the same price. So I think it's a very good um, bang for the buck experience. And of course, the Redmi Note 11 Pro 5G, which is the one I have, um, also very good, punching way above its its uh, price point. Definitely, definitely going to be a great experience for both there. Um, uh, the server connections uh, just timed out for a second there. Um, oh, that could explain why the comments, everything kind of just stopped at some point. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I, it, it's weird. Like um, in, in the past, I've been able to basically keep up with the track. But it, as time goes on, like all comments ended. So I figured, you know, something is going on. Um, Finn is saying is I was planning on replacing the battery on my uh, on my 7 Pro this weekend. Uh, but the back adhesive cover hasn't uh, hasn't arrived yet and, and basically wait for it till next week. So, yeah, no, it, it's back uh, if you're comfortable and you're uh, and you're OK opening it up. And if your back is obviously if the back cover is not damaged in the in, uh, in the removal, then obviously yeah, if you do, if you need to replace it, you need that hardware to get the seal. Because the last thing you want to do is once you done when you're done putting it back, um, you know, for any kind of water or moisture to come in there to start damaging some hardware. So yeah, man, take your time and, and take your time with it. That's the best way to say it. Um, uh, Sarvan saying, uh, sorry, the Infinix uh, 05G has an LPDDR5 and UFS 3.1, if I'm not mistaken. I need to double check on the UFS 3.1 part. If I'm not mistaken, typically they're UFS 2.2, but I, I can double check on that. And um, But it definitely... Infinix has been hardware has been improving. Uh, every time I get a new piece of hardware from them, has been getting better and better as time goes on. Uh, my only thing about Infinix at this point is availability in uh, all markets. So, it literally, I mean, the decision of of either being a, a Redmi or an Infinix may come down to what's available to you. So we always have to keep that in mind. Um, is Infinix a sub brand of a different company? Um, I want to say that, uh, uh, they are. They, I want to say they are, but they're also uh, a big company in um oh man hold on you know now you got me interested on that i've heard that they are uh here infinix sub let me see here uh infinix is a hong kong based smartphone company founded in uh in transition holding da, da. no they seem like it doesn't say like they're in again i'm this is a very rough google search <laughs> sorry about that let me see here real quick. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're a sub-brand of others, but they're definitely a budget smartphone based out of Hong Kong. So they're very conscious uh, specifically about the market experience and what they're trying to offer. But they're also not available everywhere in the world, which is the other thing. I know that because, at least for me here in the U.S., Infinix doesn't really get reception. Like uh, on AT&T, it will, but on T-Mobile, it doesn't. So almost like the Vivo when I got it, um, it was a great phone and it is a great camera, uh, but getting it to work here with the band support that it had, at least on the variant that uh, Juan got, uh, was just not functional for me. So we'll have to see. Um, please, 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 uh, Greg, thank you very much for reminding everybody. Make sure to hit and smash that like button. And of course, like and subscribe if you are. If you haven't yet on the channel, it would definitely help us here. And of course, grow the family on the new channel as this is the new home for, the, uh, for, for our podcast, of course, the Android Bay. Um, it is around around that time, like one uh, an hour and seventeen minutes, so for us to kind of do that whole TK section. So I'll give you guys a little bit of a heads up on that. It's a little bit of a visual effect that we do here on the channel. We've been doing it for over a year, a little bit over over a year, even a couple of years now. since technically we started in twenty twenty. Um, and you'll start seeing some comments in the channel, basically hashtag TK sections and so on. So you, you'll definitely get a chance to see it if you're new, if you haven't seen that before. Um, Sarvan saying uh, Nokia will uh, will <laughs> will be dead again. I guess uh, not going, uh, not doing anything. It's it's a tough thing, man. No, Nokia is having 
some of the experiences Nokia and experiments that Nokia has done over the years have been great, have been amazing, and some have have failed to to deliver on that excitement that people have wanted. Like I really wanted to experience and enjoy the the, the Nokia Nine, and as as exciting as the fact that the, the camera stack that we have a penta a penta a penta camera stack on the back. It was just not. It didn't. It did not deliver on that experience. We didn't get the experience to to follow through, even with all the updates. So we'll have to see there. Uh, but overall, I, what I'll say is this: um, I started off the week this week with videos on the channel. I did a, uh, a kind of like a culmination of the challenge that I did with Juan. I know we covered it in multiple sessions. We had a couple of live streams running on both the Android, uh, the best of our week for a couple of weeks, and then Juan posted some content on the Z Fold Three. Uh, for me. The Z Fold and the uh, the X, the the uh, sorry the um, the Mi 11 Ultra. I keep wanting to calling it the the Mi 11 or the Xiaomi 11. Um, those are very good production, you know, productivity and content consumption type of devices with S Pen functionality on the Z Fold 3. Uh, the Duo 2 for me is the right type of device to multitask. It li it it lives and breathes. Uh, multitasking all the time. There's no you use stretch mode, then you use no. You're in multitasking dual dual application, and the Vivo X70 Pro Plus seriously the best cameras on the, the best camera on the market in 2021, and still still to this day shooting above its market value, uh, because it's just not available everywhere. The P50 Pro was for me the nice surprise after the show. But anyways, the, the the video on Monday was a little bit longer. I gave you some chapters in there as well. But it was a culmination of our of our collaboration, and I wanted to kind of put that into a, a product that I feel like people can be able to like follow through from there. Um, and then the other one I posted was the videos here on the uh, uh, Realme 9 and 9, sorry, the 9 Pro and the 9 Pro Plus, both great devices and offering a lot of bang for the buck. The Realme 9 Pro is really more of a gaming experience. So if you're looking for gaming, the Realme 9 Pro, and, the, and check out the video, the Realme 9 Pro with the 120 Hz refresh rate, the larger battery is slightly, uh, you know, there's things that are done there to give you that kind of an experience that you're getting higher gaming experience. But if you want a, more of a photography um, and still decent sized battery. It's not exactly that smaller, 4,500, but that faster 60 watt charger. I think the Realme 9 Pro Plus is definitely going to hit that and very much give you that experience that you're expecting. Realme is definitely pushing the quality of the Realme devices above what they're supposed to. So that was the two videos I posted. And I say two because I posted one on the English, one on the Arabic channel. And then I posted another video on Friday, which was uh, the uh, one, the color, the, sorry, the One More Color Buds 2 video, the very nice, small, fully feature packed uh, for $79 uh, pair of buds from One More that I really liked. And I really hope you guys got a chance to check out that video. It's a really good video. Um, that All of those obviously are going to be on the uh, TK Bay uh, channel, as well as the Arabic version of the uh, the Realme uh, video on the uh, Tariq Bay channel that was also pushed out as well. So very, very nice. So um, a lot of things to come up next week. There's a few devices, obviously, that I'm still working on, trying to get content set up and, and everything kind of going. Um, I'm, again, I'm trying to clear up some of my backlog. And again, not, not that you wouldn't be expecting it, but there will be some content putting out there. And I'm trying to figure out better ways of approaching content uh, to make more sense for 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 people that want to get these devices the reviews everybody's already been there and i think everybody that's looking for an s22 has already seen a review i'm not going to waste my time trying to put a video to review a phone that people's already made their opinions on specifically when it comes to that what i can do is because i am able to produce content that help augment and and provide support for that i'm going to provide as much as possible things that i feel like make more sense things that will help the user enjoy or do more or even understand what some of the limitations are probably going to be coming up so that's going to be kind of the content and that's obviously going to lead straight into the mwc 
So before we end the show, before we start hitting up all the, the TK sections, next week's show more than likely will not happen. Uh, and the reason behind that is I'll probably be already be in route. I may end up going and doing a quick live session uh, from where I am as I'm transiting from one location to the other. If I have some time at the airport, I may end up doing it. It'll be very late in the afternoon time-wise, so I'm, I'm debating if I should do that or I should try to do maybe something on Sunday morning once I land um, in uh, in Barcelona. So it, I'll have to kind of play it by ear. The So the show, just for heads up, uh, even though we won't have it, there's still going to be tons of content all over on the TK Bay channel. So there'll be content, there'll be things going up, but the live stream, more than likely, I may end up having to skip next week. And it's mostly because I want to be able to give you guys better content and I don't want to try to uh, work uh, Jerry rig a, a show that doesn't necessarily give a lot of things because if I try to do it on Friday I won't have anything to talk about I won't be at MWC and if I try to do it on Sunday I'm not at MWC yet I don't have a lot of things to talk about so it's kind of like a weird conversation I want to have fresh stuff to talk about so we'll do something definitely for sure um, so with that being said I do want to start uh, hold on I think I may have missed a few things uh, ta -ta -ta. Okay, Finn, Finn was our first uh, person to share. I'm going to go ahead and do the TKception. And this this is really one of the funnest parts. So that's ah, right there. Thank you very much for everybody for hanging out with us on this amazing Saturday, the 19th of February, 2022. Thanks to Finn, uh, Finn Jacobs always for kicking it with us. TKception, Greg, as always, thank you very much as well. Um, and Finn, Motorola seems to be doing uh, great again. Yes, I hope so too. I'm, I'm hoping we'll see some announcements and some things from them as well. Um, I know they're more Lenovo kind of like things, but you know we'll have to see how that kind of goes. Uh, Dominic, thank you very much. TK section, TK exception, uh, and of course uh, TK Super Saiyan Bay, TK MWC Bay, as always. Uh, and then safe trip to Barcelona. Thank you, man. I, and I really wish some of you guys are were in the vicinity. I would love to meet up. So we'll see how that kind of goes next week. Um, TKMWC Bay, thank you very much. Sarvan, thank you very much for kicking it with us. TK Android, TK Android Super Saiyan. We're going to do a lot of stuff, man. Seriously. Uh, Hamid, Hamid, I know you came in a little bit late. Make, don't worry. Uh, yeah, I, it, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad that you're able to kick it with us here again. Uh, and if you do end up catching the show on the replay, the audio version of the show will be going up in about a couple of hours from now. It's a straight copy of what the show audio is. So not a lot of edits. I try to keep it very, uh, very exact to the experience minus the visuals. So yeah, if you want to be able to catch it up there, definitely check out the link in the description below. Um, let me see here. Uh, oh, Golan Lavi, thank you very much for hanging out with us, man. Uh, and of course, Dominic Juan kicking it back and bringing it back with us, of course, with everybody here. Um, uh, will we will we allow the will we allow the Sony phone? Uh, no, as far as I know, there is no Sony phone announcement typically at MWC. Those come in much later in the year, closer to the summer. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Sarvan, uh, would you join us? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it, it's one of those weird. Um, I, I'm not open. I'm not necessarily not open to to partnering with other companies, but it's more about, like I said, the XDA time was just it was time. It was time to end, and it ended. And it is what it is. I mean, realistically, and Aditya, man. Okay, hey, welcome back, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our show. I don't feel right ending the show without saying this. This is this is Aditya, the man, the the myth himself, the Mr. Cumberbatch of our show. TKception, TKMWB, TK Super Saiyan Bay. Travel safe, TK. Have fun. Enjoy Barcelona. Hopefully, 
uh, if, if, if I don't burn out massively and I come back and I'm like, I'm just not posting anything for a week. Russ, thank you very much. TKception, TK Bay, uh, Life of Tech, Roger, as always. Thank you, man, for hanging out with us. Hi, Aditya. Welcome back in there. And Golan Lavi, uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Thank you, man. Thank you for kicking it with us uh, and hanging out with us here on this beautiful Saturday. I hope you guys have a great time. I hope you guys have a great day. And I, my hope at the end of the day is I'm, I try to provide you with the best experience possible. Uh, from from a from a tech content creation type of t uh, type of an experience, the last couple of weeks have been a little bit crazy for me, like middle of the week crazy. Next week or so, and the week after that is also going to be kind of crazy. So I'm hoping to figure out a way to be able to bring myself calm down and and just kind of bring things back into perspective. Um, so with that being said, have a great day. Take care. Be safe and stay safe. I'll see most of you guys in the comments on Monday, hopefully with the SGTQA with Juan Carlos, and we'll definitely have another best of our week on Thursday before I before everything kind of goes, you know, apeshit crazy on the, <laughs> with me here on the channel. So with that being said, take care, everybody. Have fun. Thanks again, Russ. I, I don't know. I, thank you very much for hanging out with us here. I'll see you. Um, I'll see you on the next on the next couple of shows. But again, no show next Saturday for the Android Bay. We'll resume hopefully the week after that when I get back from MWC from uh, Barcelona. Take care, everybody.